la 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 la. So, are you finished with a mic check now? Yeah, I feel like my voice has lubricated enough. Lubricated? Wow, that's a big word for you. It is a big word for her. It is. Wow. So, um, we're back together again, and I don't really remember how, how this goes. Um, we're back doing Piercing the Veil, but there's, there seems to be more yeah. to our... Do you... um, isn't there music? <gasps> music? Yeah. Music. Music. I, I do like a nice ditty. Music. You guys want music? Yeah. And cue the music. Hang on. And cue the music. I'm just trying to find the music. Was was this it? There we go. Oh, it all sounds grand, doesn't it? Oh, it does. It's grand. So, was there more to it? Do we we. Did we greet our audience somehow? Yeah, yeah. It was. Oh, hold on. It was. Um, that that was it. Hello, children. Time a to jolly put your good day hats to on. you. Yes, time to put your listening hats on. I think it was more like. Hey, kids! It's <laughs> a bit much. Wow. Um, <laughs> that stirred a memory. Oh, I'm sorry, uh, Bo. I think you're... Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I... You stirred a memory. <laughs> and <laughs> I think <laughs> that it went more... You better stand back. Okay. There may be arm oh, yeah. movement. Oh, God, yeah. Put because... Yeah. Are drinks. we ready? Somebody count me down. Three, Three two, two, one... one. Hey, kids! It's Piercing the Veil with me, Robin Pierce. Me, Tiff. Me, Stephen Pierce. And we are back, baby, after, what, about 25 weeks off the air, thanks to COVID-19. It is 25 weeks, because our last recording was on the 22nd, 21st, sorry, of March. It went out to the public on the 22nd, and we were all locked down on the 23rd. We did our Apocalypse special. And I was reading this on the website, uh, www.robinpierce.co.uk. Episode 30, Apocalypse Special. In these trying World War Z times, despite the outbreak and contagion, we haven't got Omega Man yet. We're hoping this episode will go viral, though. Well, we did kind of go Omega Man, didn't we? The streets were empty. Everything shut down really, really Really quickly. We we were confined to our quarters. We, well, you couldn't get here. No, wasn't allowed. No. Um, Siren radio fell silent. Starburst did not go to print. Nope. Uh, the Sci-Fi Weekender was cancelled. William Shatner in Cardiff was cancelled. Everything yeah. fell quiet. Amazon made a killing, though. Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. So, you know, I made a lot of purchases during lockdown. I I made a Same, lot yeah. of purchases. Yeah. I've, pretty much all, I've pretty much just gone to Amazon for just about everything now. Yeah. But what's happened since, of course, is we have survived the lockdown. Um, our prime minister mm-hmm. told us that many of us would die, and many people did, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so if we can just take a second to remember the people who, were it not for COVID-19, would be here now. Um it was a tragic, strange time. Uh, fortunately, we didn't lose any family members, but our commiserations to the families who, who of course, yeah. did. And a lot of respect to the NHS for having to deal with um, COVID-19. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, it's now September... 12th as we record this 
it's it appears that we are on the cusp of another wave because we are told um, that we have to now wear masks. Now, think about this, okay? We, we've got two camps. We've got the people who wear masks and the people who don't wear masks, and they are never going to meet. Um, they're never going to agree on anything. Myself, on masks, I, I didn't like the idea to begin with, but I've come round to it, because I've spent my entire life reading stories about superheroes wearing masks and secret identities. I never thought I'd get to go shopping wearing a mask. And in doing so, I'm actually obeying what from Monday will be law. Oh, I am living the dream. And it adds to my, my image of an international man of mystery. <laughs> and if you are have, with having to wear a mask... If you have glasses, buy one with a breather, a, a like ventilator on it, because yes. otherwise your glasses will constantly fog up. And of course, that little clip thing that you've got yeah. over your nose. Yeah, that helps a lot. I, I, I am a snood man myself. You can actually buy spray to put over your glasses to prevent the steam. I didn't know that. Yeah, I've only just known about that recently. Personally, my intake on masks is I don't wear them because I'm only protecting the other people from myself. I'm not actually protect. Other people aren't protecting me by not wearing them, so I don't wear them. But obviously, with the rule going on, I am going to wear them because if everyone wears them, then there is a lot less chance of um, contracting it. Exactly. So I'm not against it, but I wasn't going to wear one because I was only protecting other people from myself, and I know myself I don't have it, but. You know, swings and roundabouts. Yeah. So essentially then, basically, be a superhero. Wear a mask. And there's cute little designs. Just buy a mask that you like. Well, as I said, I'm a snood man myself. I have multicoloured ones now. Oh, I, yeah. I find it far snood. easier to wear a snood for, for long periods of time. Because among the things that we'll be covering later on, uh, Steve and myself have gone back to the cinema yes. three times now. Yeah. Once uh, to see a really good film and two that have been maybe not so good. I'd actually go as far as to say that the f first film we saw was actually the best of a lot of them. Oh, I agree wholeheartedly. Far. Right, before we go any further, let's do a catch-up of what we've been doing over the past 25 weeks. And to kick this segment off, I'm going to go to the person on my left. That's you, Tiffany. Aww. Um, so, what you been doing? This gives me a time to actually eat one of these delicious donuts. Oh, dear, dear me. Okay, oh, so... Oh, come on, I don't encourage you to talk normally. <laughs> um, so, during lockdown, I've done a lot of the house. We now have an official kitchen, and the flooring's done, and the doors are done. Thanks an official that. kitchen? Yeah, an official place to cook. Where I was cooking before is not an official kitchen. It was. It, does not it was the count. kitchen before you gutted it. No, the utility with the tiny microwave and that little one pot and mini microwave. No, 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 mini mini oven. I still haven't been invited there to eat. Oh yeah, I'm not ready yet. I've not got a table. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm not ready yet. Okay, carry on. Anyway. Um. So yeah, the house has been is coming along nicely. Um, Boomer, he's been getting trained a lot more. By who? Myself. Myself. But who trains you? No one. You did not beg for that donut. You whined a bit, but you did not beg. Didn't do any tricks. Leave my donut alone. No. Don't. Don't point your pen at me. I will. Oh, do you know what I got from her the other day? Don't you point your chubby little digit at me. Yeah. How dare you, madam. I don't like people pointing their fingers at me. You point that at me once more. You are not going to like where it ends up. Pew! Anyway, carry on. Because um, I'm enjoying my donut. So, during lockdown, I had um, a lot of free time. I bitched and moaned saying I was bored and I was ready to go to back to work. So then I started a new little venture... 
my own little tiny business called a micro business even yes called peninsula prints so if anybody wants a print made by me whoa 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 I may as well take this opportunity now before what he kind puts... of prints do you do you provide anything you want I can go from DC to Marvel to Disney Mona Lisa oh come on you said anything who would want a Mona Lisa print? me no you wouldn't you'd go Star Wars or Joker or Batman like come on I may be more cultured than you think. Well, anyway, find me on Facebook or Instagram. It is at Peninsula underscore Prince underscore Art. Or just put Peninsula Prince. It might be come up. I thought people usually said hit me up on. Only if they're dating. Oh. Yeah. So. <laughs> uh, it's now, all tell custom me, made. Can you actually view any of these fine prints on Facebook or Instagram or... Yeah, I, I um, update it weekly. Well, more than weekly. Every like two days, there'll be a new print going up. I've got Disney prints, Marvel prints, DC prints. Um, some just like... Oh, I've got llama prints. No problema. Excuse me? Llama. A llama print? Do you llama mean prints. as in the alpaca type animal? Yes. Do tell they me can, more. Well, they can all be custom made. So, um, my last customer wanted... Uh, grey frame because the frames are also handmade by Sean, not me. Um, he makes the frames for me. Um, she wanted a grey frame. For those who don't know, Sean is Tiff's partner, fiance even. Yes. Um, she wanted a grey frame with um, rose gold, and she wanted a grey llama. I think that's how it was. Okay. No, it was a white frame. How long do you think this com commercial is going to go on for? Because uh, if it goes on for much longer, you're going to owe me money. Well, you're not making money on this. No, but I will if I start charging you for adverts. No. So, uh, if you want to, I'm going to start doing the... Is it too early to say the C word? The C word being Christmas? Yes. Oh. She's starting on Christmas already. Yeah. Well, I've got to think about the prints. I've got to make the senses and everything. Here's something that you might not know. What? You have been with this show for a year. Oh. A year ago, right? You came to the house and you were around at dinner time. At that point, Steve and I were doing a weekly show. Yeah, you were. And you were around and we asked you if you'd like to be a guest on that particular show which you did then i think you skipped a week and then you've been with us ever since ever since and we went to a bi-weekly uh schedule after that and you've been with us every time it wasn't as easy to keep up with it wasn't as easy with news with films and that kind of stuff no not things don't happen every week and our truly staggering lack of preparation does that mean I'm no longer a guest? You are a guest. Well... Can I be an official member now? Can I have the T-shirt? We don't have T-shirts. Oh, I want a T-shirt. Oh, that's what I might start doing in Peninsula Prince. Watch this face. Uh, by the way, I need the vinyl cutter for Christmas. Thank you. Oh. <sighs> Co-hosts. Team member. Well, I was thinking, do you remember Lost in Space? How cool would it be if How... I made podcast T-shirts, though? It would. That would yeah, be cool. Yeah, that would be cool. I like the idea. It could be you are our special guest star every single week, like Jonathan Harris was in Lost in Space. No. Okay, shall we make her a team member then? I think I should be a team member now. What do you think, Steve? I think I need to be nice. You can be an intern. Um, no, no, I think we'd, we'd better start the chant. Gooba Gaba, one of us. We accept a one of us. Can I decline? No. Oh. No. You're in the freak show now, baby. <laughs> what else have you been doing? Did you did you ever finish it? No, but I tell you what. Oh boy. Um so I assume that many of our listeners are on Netflix. 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 The flicks of Ned, maybe. Well, 
if you haven't already, this was the lockdown show to watch, Tiger King. I still haven't seen that. You should watch it. It's definitely weird. There's a bit of um, deaths going around, suicide. Um, I thought it was about a murder murdering. or something. It is murdering as well. It's mainly murdering. Um, it is. It starts off quite ordinary, if you want to say that. Ordinary to the point of Tiger King, where they're talking about Joe Exotic, who owns a zoo. Son of Mr. and Mrs. Exotic. Well, his name isn't... He changed it to Joe Exotic. Oh, okay. I can't remember what his actual name is. Joe... I can't remember. Anyway, so he owns his park, and he owns tigers. And then as the programme develops a bit more, he then has um, a, a gay... He, he's gay, so he has a husband, but the husband was never gay until he met Joe Exotic... And then, as the obviously it develops again, he then marries again. So then there's three of them in a relationship. And he was never gay until he met Joe Exotic. So we kind of think that he turns straight people gay. Or they just want to be with him for is the that, money. Is that even possible? Can you turn a straight person gay? Well, when they left Joe Exotic, the first husband went to go marry a white, a, a woman. Oh, okay. So I don't really know what's going on there. But the whole story is a, a battle between Joe Exotic and Carol Baskin. Carol Baskin shot her husband. Well, no, she fed him to the tigers. She married a millionaire. Spoiler. Yeah. Is that a huge spoiler? Oh, if you haven't watched it, then... Pfft. There we have it, folks. No. If you haven't watched it, then... No, 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 no. There is a case. You either think she's fed him to the tigers or you don't. Okay. So she married a millionaire and then um, things were starting to go south. She won- They opened their own zoo in Tampa, Florida. And, Been there. Yeah. And she's all high and mighty saying that she owns a zoo and she's doing so much better than Joe Exotic and blah, blah, blah. But what she's doing is basically the same thing what he's doing is running a zoo and for the public to go see the tigers. So what's the difference? But she's trying to act all high and mighty saying that she's doing a better job. Well, she's not. She's still making money on these innocent tigers that are in cages. Okay. But he, at least he's a bit more upfront and honest about it, saying, well, yeah, I'm making money on these tigers. That's my living. But she's trying to act all... Um, I, th- I thought the main thrust of the programme was a murder and well, somebody being fed to a tiger. Yeah, so Carol Baskin married a millionaire. He was there for the money and she was wanting just to keep the animals to herself or whatever. Anyway, he went missing and she got all his hair... Like, um, she was... Basically, she inherited, inherited everything. everything, yeah. So then that's how she became famous with all the money. And then she then is with the, um, I can't remember what we call it. It's basically like um, RSPCA, but it's for animals. You know, in America. Yeah, RSPCA is for animals. Yeah, but no, no, not, but like for yeah, tigers okay, okay. and stuff like that, you know, more exotic animals. Um, and she is basically trying to shut down Joe Exotic because okay. of his morals, even though her morals are basically the same. And she doesn't pay her workers. Okay. They apparently all volunteer. So all right. she's at worst. Steve, what have you been doing? Well, I've mainly... Um, I, went, I didn't go on furlough like a lot of people... A lot of people had to go on furlough with the lockdown. Okay. I didn't. Um, I've been working from home. I've also started to learn to drive. Which, Big development. Yeah. Exciting. Um, was Stay very off the road. Was very nervous the first time. I know. I, I did not want to get in that car. Um. I, I I would literally I would class myself as a flight risk. Yeah, because that, this Still is why now. I stand with you until your driving I... instructor turns up, just in case you try and run away. 
Um, I'd still class myself as a flight risk. Mm-hmm. I think I always will be. It, it's going well so far, I think. Um, other than driving, I've done possibly more gaming than I ever have done before. Um, I've played a lot of Friday the 13th. Yes, we have. Yes. I have also played because we um, joined that PlayStation Plus thing, yes. which allows us to go online and play um, against each other. And our good friend Eloise up there in Lincoln. Yes. Still getting used to the game. Okay. Um, because for some reason I'm the only one out of us that has died by asphyxiation twice. This is true. Ooh, you also loser. killed yourself. How did you do that? Well, you fell out of a window and bled out. Oh, fell out of a window and a bear, mm-hmm. and a bear trap. Yeah. To the foot. I've also been playing a new game that's come out called The Avengers. Ah, the big new game, the big new game. Yes. yes. Just now online, there are a lot of reviews that are criticising it for being quite slow. Really? Yeah. My thought on that is that they've literally just played the opening segment before the San Francisco bridge. Yeah. Because my my, I've played the first part. Yeah. The introductory training part. Yeah. And the first appearance of the Avengers, and to me certainly it seemed to be like an Avengers cinematic movie where I controlled various characters. There is what's referred to as an endgame, which means once your core story mode is done, you'll then there's then an online mode to it. So the story that you play on your own will con will continue afterwards. Yeah. Okay. The other game I've played is a game called Medieval. Alright. But it's not medieval, it's medieval, isn't it? Yeah. Yes. I would highly recommend that to anyone who either likes Tim Burton oh, or Disney themed horror. Yeah, but you don't have a PlayStation. It's only on PlayStation. Oh. Yeah, you need a PlayStation in your life. So no, I don't. basically you'd have Disney type zombies, you've got Aww. pumpkins that are trying to <laughs> eat you and stuff. Oh. Uh, scarecrows, no, werewolves. It, it's a really fun game. It's on Amazon, but for some reason it's actually in a sale in Asda right now. Really? How much? On Amazon, I think it's thirty-five. Yeah. But in Asda, it's fifteen. And I was in Asda earlier, and you didn't tell me this. I pointed it out this morning. But you didn't tell me what it was. Yeah, but Were you listening? I don't need to play the Yeah, demo. but he, 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 he waves this box in front of me. I don't have my glasses. I don't know what's going on. I don't understand. Well, well, I'm 60 years old and losing it rapidly. We will go there tomorrow. <laughs> we might go there after the show. Alright. <laughs> what else? Oh, uh, Damn I've kids. Wa- yes? I've been reading some books. Some, some books. books. Hi, some Ooh. books. What you been reading, Stephen? I've been reading this Rebirth Batman. Oh, Batman. Yes. Please tell me more. He tell is... me more, tell me more. They Does he dress like a bat? Tell me more, tell me more. He may well do, actually. Tell me about that. <laughs> tell me more, tell me more. The um, They've taken Batman basically back to how he used to be. So the Bat family is... More Explain to our listeners who don't know what you're talking about, okay. what you're talking about. Right, in New 52 with Batman, they brought in the Bat family, so you had Robin, Red Hood... What about those Wing. people who now don't know what the New 52 was? Yeah, I don't know who the New 52 was. Is. Right, the New 52 was created by Flashpoint. What's Flashpoint? Right, Steven's basically, a face right basically now. what it was, the Flash went back in time. 
Yeah. To prevent his mother being murdered. Oh, I remember you telling me about this. But in so doing, he changed the present. Okay. Now, DC Comics took that opportunity to slightly tweak a lot of their characters. Okay. Okay? Flashpoint itself was a horrible dystopian alternate Earth where Themyscira, Wonder Woman's people, yeah. were battling against uh, the Atlanteans, right. Aquaman's people. Yeah. Anyway, so there were slight tweaks. And it was kind of a company-wide reimagining, and it was going to be the way forward. I didn't like it particularly because it was a new beginning, and they said that everything that had gone before no longer counted, no longer canon. Right. Barbara Gordon being able to walk. Yeah. So, all of my memories and my comics from the 60s and the 70s, and the, worthless. They never happened. Right. I couldn't take to it very much. The only one I followed during that time was Batman. And I, I didn't like the stories that much. Okay. There's about three good ones. Yeah. So, now they've had to go back and realign everything the way that it used to be. Right. Which is what I said that they would do yeah. all along. I even so is got that it new, right. The, is that new? New 52, 52 was is... the realignment, and now Rebirth is when everything's set back to normal again. Right, okay. And I even got the culprit behind the New 52 right, didn't I? Wasn't it Parallax? He had something to do with something. No. Anyhow, carry on. That's the backstory. Yes. Uh, the other thing I've been reading, which is kind of... I've wanted to read it for a while. Aquaman. Hang on. Wait, I, what I, happened I, from whoa. the New 52? Oh, what, the rebirth. I, I went through all of that, and you're not even going to tell us what the story was about. Oh, sorry. I went off. Um, with Batman, yes. what they've done is... I think we all need practice at this podcasting thing, you know. <laughs> they've gone back to basics, really. You have Batman, Alfred... And Nightwing. Okay. Nightwing was... It was... The first uh, Robin, yeah. Dick Grayson. Oh, okay, yeah, with you. That guy on my stereo speaker over there, I say, oh, pointing helpfully to our yeah. listeners. Okay, carry on. And basically, so far, the overall overarching story is that they're saying that a mysterious character is basically taking over Gotham... One basically one district at a time. Yeah. And it's hinted at that it's Bane. Right. And he was. They did have a. I believe Volume Three was a Bane story. Yeah. And it actually takes place Nightfall, where Bat, where Bane broke Batman's back. All actually happened. That's all continuity uh, now. Okay. Uh, what have you been doing? Right. Um, I've watched very little television. Yeah. But I've been watching some streaming stuff. I've finally caught up with Stranger Things Season 1. I've watched Castle Rock Season 2, which is loosely based on characters by Stephen King. Hmm. And it's set in his fictional town. Season 2 follows pre-misery Annie Wilkes. Okay. Very, very good. I enjoyed that. We are, at the moment, you and I, Steve, and I've recommended it to you, watching um, on Amazon Prime, Stargirl, a right. DC superhero show yeah. that is very, very much like Buffy, mm. high school girl, the supervillains are all around her. Um, imagine Buffy is a superhero, not a vampire killer. Yeah. Okay? Uh, gaming. I've started gaming, of course, yes. um, with a PS2. I have been PS4. playing PS4. I have been playing Avengers Friday Thirteenth and Burnout Paradise City, and I've started DC's Injustice game, which yes. is pretty good. Uh, as we came out of lockdown, um, did did some stuff for Starburst. Siren Radio came back, and I've been doing a lot of appearances on Midweek Drive, Morning Drive, and a new show that Alex Lefchuk has created called Resonance Rewind, 
where he and I and a team, we have a look at an episode, a specific episode of an old TV series, usually. I mean, this past week it was The Twilight yeah. Zone. Mm. We've covered things like Batman. We also do some films. And basically, we just review it, and that seems to be going down well. Um, on the website, I had nothing to do, so I started to go back watching old films. And I re revived Cult Corner, watching old B-movies. Oh, that was fun. And that seemed to go down yeah. quite well. Especially the giant... Was it the giant man? Oh, The Amazing Colossal Man. Yeah, I love that one. And The Giant Claw. Yeah. And I will certainly be doing a lot more of those in weeks to come. But my attention was diverted to Shocktober. Now, the website hits 10 years of existence this year. is its 10th anniversary. And instead of doing my usual 13 screams of Halloween, I'm doing 31. That's a new review Every single day. And I've covered, because they're all written already, that was a big lockdown project, 31 Universal Monster Classics. Karloff, Lugosi, Cheney, they are all there. Frankenstein, Dracula, The Wolfman, The Mummy, Invisible Man, Creature from the Black Lagoon, all there. This is going to be great. Yeah. I published the first one on October the 1st. The final one will be on Halloween itself, October 31st, and I'll be talking a lot more about that in our next show. Okay, so, what are we looking forward to? We have been to the cinema, yeah. we have seen Unhinged. Yeah. We've seen, Unhinged to me, I'll get your take on it, Steve, was... The best film I've seen in a long time. And that's not because cinemas have closed. Um, it struck me as being entirely plausible. A road rage incident gets way out of hand. We have uh, Russell Crowe as the unhinged driver, terrorising this woman, killing members of yeah. her family. It's surprising. It's stunning. It's, it's a perfect film. Then we saw Tenet, which I thought was James Bond with wibbly-wobbly, timey-wimey stuff, as Doctor yeah. Who would say. <laughs> and it was... It kind of buckled under its own cleverness. Visually, great, but I, 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 I really kept losing the plot, quite literally. Then we had The New Mutants, which was Fox's last stab at the X-Men franchise. And I use the word stab very, very accurately here because they they were actually causing bodily harm to the franchise yeah. just by filming and releasing that misguided, underdeveloped mess. How that took about five years to get to the screen... I will never know. It's on a par, to me, with Josh Trank's Fantastic Four. Yeah, because in the New Mutants, what I felt as well is there's about an hour... It's about a 90-minute movie, and an hour, 10 minutes of it is just trying to get something going. Well... <clears throat> I don't actually care about any when, of the When something happened, when the plot actually was going somewhere, I checked my watch. And we had been sitting there for an hour and ten minutes. You're not falling asleep? No, I wish I could. Mm. But it was it was one of those films where, oh, 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 something's kicking in, but it's too little, too late. Yeah. yeah. These are the X-Men who never made it. Um, there are references made to the X-Men, but it's not actually an X-Men film, but they reckon it carries on the continuity purely because they mention the Essex Corporation, which they had previously mentioned, I believe, in X-Men Apocalypse yes. and Logan. Yes. We, we still don't know much more about them. I mean, you, you've got a, a kind of a hospital... Um, facility for young mutants with emotional problems who's 
It seems to be run by one person. Yeah. One woman. It's a very small cast. It's, it's... I think saying that it's one flew over the cuckoo's nest for X-Men is doing it a kindness. Yeah. But it's basically what it aspires to be. With a minimal cast, minimal locations, it just reeks of being cheap and it should have been a TV movie. See, I can defend the two Fantastic Four movies. The Tim Story the ones. Tim Story I ones. will defend those any day. I will defend those until I'm blue in the face. I will defend Green Lantern. I will defend Daredevil. But the X-Men films, what I found is the later ones that they did with... Is it James McAvoy? Yeah, McAvoy. McAvoy. There are so many plot holes in that series. You can't you can't do a timeline on those. I've tried. I wrote a Starburst article yeah. about it. And... I am I am really looking forward to what Disney and Marvel Studios do with it. Oh yeah, because yeah. I think that will actually be the definitive X Men movie. It will be. Well, I the first two X Men movies were good. Yeah. The third kind of rounded it off. Then it got messy. I would go as far as to say the best X Men movie I've seen was Logan, and it didn't actually have the X Men in it. Yeah, that was kind of a postscript. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, Tiff. Yeah. Wedding status. Oh, not till next year now. Not till next year. How do you feel about that? Um. Well, I made the decision during a week off of work. I'm glad I made the decision there because I went through my um, annoyed sort of bummed out phase kind of on my own and nobody had to deal with me and then I've just kind of got on with it it was just what it is just get pushed over um what I do say though is yeah. I'm more happy that I've bought a house before lockdown and before this whole covid thing came to any sort of like how it was now or was then um, because buying a house as a first-time buyer is near enough impossible now than it is to get married. So I'm glad I've got a house than got married. People keep telling me that houses are just flying off the market. Yeah, but it's for the first-time buyers. Oh, so right. So first-time buyers, are actually, it, they're really hard done by what's, now. Because, what's holding them back, then? Well, before, you could do, like a 5% deposit and now like before there was like over 300 and so many companies accepting 5% or less deposits and now they like only about 60 companies will maybe accept you hmm. so it's a lot harder because obviously saving is hard enough as it is like I've gone through that whole hardship of trying to save for a house and um, obviously they're not doing your um, typical, oh, what was it called? Um, help to buy ISA. They've stopped that as of November last year. So I think it's going to be harder and harder to buy a house. And the increase, the houses have gone high, like um, profited. So just by, from buying my house in November, when did I buy my house? Yeah, November. Yeah, November, just before I went to Romania. Yeah. So I got the keys in November and we looked on just a website, and obviously we don't know if this is correct, um, but it's gone up 50,000. Wow. Already. Yeah, when we went into lockdown, the day before we recorded yeah. our last show, um, you and I went walking down the lane from the house, and we we just happened to see the sunset, and we wondered what kind of world we would be coming back to after the lockdown happened and we're at that stage now and i've i've heard people say oh covid is coming back and i keep wanting to correct them you know covid isn't coming back it's because never it never gone. went away yeah, exactly. your attention did yeah but i mean you two how how do you, i i know how i see the world how do you two see the post-COVID world that we are in now compared to the pre-COVID world 
that we had in January and February. I mean, what are the main differences to you, Steve? I think, to an extent, I find with the people who I'm in most contact with, with the invention of things like Zoom and Teams, which is basically like the Skype system where it's video calling, a lot, it's changed in the fact that now, say if you're having a meeting, for example, you instead of being in an office, you see everyone on the screen in front of you. Yeah. In some ways, I can see improvements in the how things are now, because some places where you go and eat are actually more hygienic because they have to be now. Like like. Screens, Screens and yeah, yeah, um, yeah, changing cups, you know, kind of for your refillable yeah. coffee. The one thing that I think is is taking me a bit of getting used to. There, are, there are actually two things. The first is. I never thought that public transport. Would be hit. The way that it was, yeah. in in peacetime, no, and the fact that. It still hasn't really come back. Yeah. It's there. Not fully. Ha- and, has anything, though. And it's taken COVID-19 to get contactless on buses. Yeah. Mm. And th- that surprised me. The other thing I actually found really bizarre is cinemas. Yeah, it's a soulless experience now, isn't it? I'm kind of... I enjoy going to the cinema. I always enjoy going to the cinema. But one of the things that's happened recently, and it sounds a negative thing to say, but it's not meant that way. You have films like Wonder Woman that has been delayed until Christmas? Well, Christmas Day is the latest I've heard. I hope it does get um, released this year because I don't want to write a preview of it for the third year running for Starburst. (laughs) I, I think that in some ways, I feel sorry for cinemas because, great, they're open. But the films that they're putting out aren't big enough to get the crowds back. No, they don't have the consumer confidence at the moment to release the big films. But, you know, Tenet isn't doing it. No. Uh, New Mutants certainly isn't doing it. I mean, these are throwaway movies that yeah. would have been released in March anyway, so they're not the big tentpole films. Um, you you need a Bond or a Wonder Woman or a Black Widow. This is one thing I was going to point out that I, in thinking about it after asking the question that I hadn't really thought of. In some respects, with you know, since the lockdown, with things like Zoom. Teams, Messenger. I'm more in contact with people now than I was before lockdown. Yeah, but you can switch them off as well, can't exactly. you? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. There's an off switch. What about you, Tiff? What are the main differences in the world for you? Uh, it's quite a lot, actually, having to work in the um, hospitality sector as the um, part. So having to wear like your PPE... You know, the face shields, face masks, having to put in these new guidelines, make sure the customers listen to the guidelines. Is it like another matter of its own? Um, just people not really paying attention and then going, oh, I didn't see Do you the think sign. there's a lack of respect? I think there is, yeah. A lot in the older generation as well. Because you'll say... There's a sign right there. I didn't see it. And I was like, well, if I can see it, surely you can see it. You know, they'll, they'll try and argue with you that there's no sign there. And then you feel like pulling them over to the side and like, there's a sign. Tell me you can't see it now. How many lights are there? Oh, it seriously is something else. Um, I don't particularly like, obviously I have to do like a food shop and stuff like that. I don't particularly like going out in stores. I feel like I'm watching my back constantly. I feel like people are getting too close. I feel like I have to go, excuse me, but it's two metres. Why are you being this so close to me? And then you get an obnoxious reply and then I just can't be bothered with it. 
um, same in like at work, you know, you, you say, look, you're supposed to stand on the dock, don't be too close to the next person, and they try and give you a snarly reply, you're like, well, if you don't like it, leave. It's it's really difficult. So your, your take from this, basically, Steve, is you are trying to make a silk purse out of a sow's ear and see the best of it. You keep in contact with people, but at a distance, and you can switch them off if you don't want to hear from them. Yeah. Which is peachy. <laughs> and you, Tiff, yes. are fed up with everybody and everything. Yes. <laughs> yes. Especially um, when people aren't standing where they're supposed to stand and they're getting too close to you. And you? you're just like, Me, two metres. Um... I've got to be careful because I have two underlying conditions. Um, but I, I, I do like wearing a snood out. I, I, I just do. Um, you find it tight on your nose? No, not really. Oh. I find it far easier to breathe with that because that's what I've been wearing. Because, of course, when we go to cinemas, you have to have a face covering on at all times unless you're eating or drinking. And I find a snood far easier to breathe than... A, a you know a mask which kind of pulls your ears out and makes you look like the FA Cup. Yeah, unless you have it strapped on yet. Well, yeah, because Steve Steve's ma- uh, mask Tiff is yeah. is a strap on. So I've been calling him Steve Strap on now. Um, yeah, uh, I've been going out a lot less, um, but I've been enjoying you know my film collection and stuff like that a lot more it's made me a little bit more more reclusive i suppose but then again i've always been a little bit reclusive anyway so there's not that much of a difference the big the big difference between you guys and me is you know i've retired yeah the the writing and the 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 radio stuff that i do is all done from this very room um you mentioned Zoom, Steve, and although I I think I only ever used Skype twice, yeah, I've become a regular user of Zoom because my stuff for Siren Radio is usually done via Zoom, and I find it a lot easier because when you're on the radio and you're doing a spot, you never know if you're overrunning or not because you can't pick up any visual cues on the telephone. Because I can see Alex and the other presenters on the screen, it's it's more of kind of a hands-on experience to me because, you know, I I, I can, you know, you can see who you're yeah. talking to, which is always easier. Yeah. Do you so, think you'll carry on with the Zooms? Well, I certainly hope so. We've established that we have a strong enough internet signal and a stable enough one between here and Lincoln to to carry on. So I I certainly hope that that that's the way of the future. That is the only thing with Zoom and Teams that I've noticed is usually with your internet speeds. Yeah. You can tell if someone doesn't have that good a speed because either you'll get the video or the sound... Sometimes they'll blank out. Yeah. Whereas if you have the decent speed, it's literally like you're talking face to face with a person. Oh, right. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. One of the things I'm looking forward to, and I wasn't until this morning. Yeah. No time to die. Yes. Now, my first inkling that something was happening with COVID was as I was on the air on the midweek drive. Uh, I saw the news that it had been delayed. And this is back in March, of course. And I've seen the the new trailer for it today, which I think you summed it up best yeah. when you said they finally made a proper James Bond film. It's like the Pierce Brosnan days, yeah. where it's less angsty James Bond based on a more grounded, realistic, gritty world, and more of the the gadgets, the cars, the locations, Bond being the ultimate fantasy figure yeah. that, of course, we, we grew up watching. Because when we saw Spectre, yeah. even the trailer for that film, 
it it just seemed very slow. Whereas the trailer for No Time to Die, the new one. Yeah, it's it's action packed. And it's got he's got gadgets again. Yes, and the Aston Martin is back. I'm also looking forward to Wonder Woman very much. Yes. And of course Black Widow. Um, I'm hoping that we won't get any further delays of all these, especially if the much-feared second wave comes along. But um, if it does, then we will just roll with the punch like we normally do. Also looking forward to Maverick. Maverick, a Christmas release, Top Gun 2. Good call, good call. Because that, that... Pretty much, if it's if they're both showing in Christmas, that sorts a double bill. Oh, New Year Day. Yeah, New Year's Day. If we, if we can't get there beforehand, right? Closing thoughts from Tiff. Um. Excellent. Um. <laughs> I was looking up at snoods because now I think I want the snood. <laughs> <laughs> you know that business where I kind of looked over and I saw you weren't paying attention. And so I called you to the microphone. Yeah. yeah? I learnt that from the best. It's what Alex Lefchuk does. <laughs> so, Steve? Great to be back. Um, it is, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. It is good to be back, actually. Then next time I'll probably talk about the new WWE game, Battlegrounds. Ooh, you're going to play that? Yeah. Okay. Next Friday. Um, we will be releasing the next instalment on September the 27th, where I'll probably tell you a little bit more about Shocktober. Yes. And we may have had an adventure or two before then. You never know. Uh, until next time, then, it's so long from me, Robin Pierce. See ya from Tef. And see ya from me, Stephen Pierce. And remember, stay sharp, stay safe, and stay low. <laughs>